Episode 15, Moisture Farming. What the fuck? Hello and welcome to the Star What the Fuck podcast. I'm your host, Marty Cobb. Sitting that direction to me is... Jason Tagmeyer. And sitting next to me is our special guest of the evening, George Tagmeyer. Hi. Hello, George. Wait a second. Where's Alex? Oh, he's actually off trying to find a droid that speaks bocce. So, uh, George, since you're new to the podcast... Yes, I am. Um, well, I wanted to ask you a couple questions. We asked ourselves these on the first episode. Uh, so, uh, how old are you? 26. Okay, so that puts you between me and Jay, right? Yes. How old are you? Well, I'm 21. 35. So that's not close. You're five away from, yeah. About. Well, I'm not going to try to do math on the podcast. Yeah, let's try not to. But it's it's good enough, because we'll be... I'm about a- the average of you two. Yeah. Alex is 15 years older than me, and I'm 15 years older than Marty. Exactly. So like I'm exactly. here to mess it all up. Yeah, you've messed up the, the system here. So I'm the old one here. we got to find someone between Alex and... Me. And you. Next. Um... You might know someone. But, uh, uh, what's your, like, history with Star Wars, in general? Uh, well, you know, Jay's my brother, so, growing up, I used to hang out with him a lot, and he'd be playing with Star Wars figures, watching Star Wars movies, and I'd be joining him. Usually not allowed to touch his Star Wars figures, <laughs> or sit in the room while he watched the Star Wars movies. <laughs> but I'd try my best from the room over. Hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> So you were the little brother that was also into it? Yes, okay. very much so. Um, so I guess the other question I have, Star Wars related, is what do you think of the prequels? Because you grew up right around the... the, uh, the you would be also the target demographic, as I described myself earlier. Yeah, well, first of all, how old were you in, what was it, 99? Yeah, 99. 11. Yeah, you're pretty you're, much target age. I better. You're even more target age than mine, uh, probably. I'll tell you, I probably. liked the prequels when I was younger. When, when they came out, I enjoyed them. I was all excited. But as I grew older, I realized that they are garbage. When's the last time you watched one? Uh, you know what? The last time I watched one was on the way back from uh, Boston with you. <laughs> and we were watching some guy review that. We were watching oh, Mr. Plinkett. <laughs> yes. So I guess that kind of counts because it was a video. I guess, well, it's about as long. Yeah, that's true, <laughs> We all right. to watch all three of those in one trip. Oh, that's yeah. good. Um, all right, so any other random, interesting Star Wars tidbits? Anything stupid? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, anything stupid? What, what do you What do you like best about Star Wars? Uh, my favorite thing about Star Wars is that it's not like any other science fiction movie. So I wouldn't even really categorize it as science fiction. It's kind and of fantasy. It's yeah, fantasy it's in fantasy, space. space, kind of cowboy, kind of samurai... And I don't think it it doesn't uh, feel like it's trying to do that. It just happens. Yeah. No, yeah that's, that's pretty accurate. It doesn't feel like it was um, mimicking those. It just feels like it was influenced by those. Yeah. yeah. And a, not a lot of movies can get by with that and do it right. And that's kind of what is cool about Star Wars. All right. Cool. All right. And, one more question before we move on. All right. Who's your favorite character? My favorite character? Ooh, uh, probably, I don't know. I mean, they're all cool, but I like Greedo. It's a weird answer. Yeah. 
Yeah. Also, as a gamer, what's your favorite Star Wars video game? Lego Star Wars. Okay. <clears throat> so, uh, today's episode is about moisture farming. Yeah, wait, we stop all the excitement, all that talk. <laughs> we're going to move on to moisture farming. Hold up. I'm going to take a sip of water. <laughs> oh, let's see. Was that collected by our fine folks at <laughs> Uncle Owen's moisture farming? <laughs> it doesn't say that on the back. It was 70% uh, more moisture. So, <laughs> we make fun of moisture farming quite a bit. Yeah, Probably okay. even more off the air than on the air, but uh, we've... It's just one of those things that is just as, as kind of as silly as it gets as, um, as you know, you got blue milk, that's silly, you've got moisture farming. It's, it's referenced in Star Wars, but it's never expanded on, at least in the films. Yeah. It, uh, well, to be completely honest, it's not too expanded upon, but <laughs> everything else around it sort of is. Moisture uh, evaporator. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. But... First, before we get into the nitty-gritty, Jason, did you research this topic, really? Uh, you put me on the spot here. Well, then... Uh, <laughs> I used the Google. <laughs> well, uh, how much did you read? Like, can So, you... I haven't read much, but I read w- some other people's opinions uh, on it. So, I wanted to bring something that you guys didn't have, because I know you guys read a little well, bit of Well, that's why I, I ask you, because usually you're the one that I ask... Whenever I need, like, a basic fan perspective. So what do I think moisture farming is? Yep. Um, uh, so I'm going to go away from what the little bit I read and what I would have thought it was if you asked me this yesterday. Um, I would think that it's a basically regular farming, but instead of rain, because there's probably very little rain on Tatooine, they're absorbing moisture somehow. Uh, so... It's not that they're providing moisture in the farm. It's that they're using moisture instead of what a farm usually requires. So uh, they could be farming anything. That would be my thought. Well, that's a, that's not too far off, admittedly. Um, sort of. Would you like to know what I think about it? What would you do? What do you think about it? I think it's a sham. Uh, <laughs> you think it's a sham? Okay. I think it's a complete sham. Uncle Owen's just putting this on. <laughs> Would you like to know why? <laughs> why? Yes. why? What do you think? All right, so you have the moisture vaporators, right? They're yeah. the big evaporators. Mach- I'm sorry, evaporators. Vaporators. Vaporators. That's Vaporator- how they, vaporators is how I they know. say it. <laughs> Regardless of how you say it, I'm looking at one right now. It's just a tall pillar thing, right? What What are you doing with this machine that is taking the water vapor and turning it into water? I don't think you're doing anything. I think the machine's doing all the work, and your farming is just sitting there reading the newspaper I, but Luke, and hanging out. Uncle Owen needed Luke for the harvest. <laughs> I think Luke is just using it as an excuse to sit on his butt and read the newspaper. I think it's a so sham. it's a sham. It is a sham. Well, do we, do we hear of any other moisture farmers other than Owen? We know that others exist... Like, there's, um... Like, is it popular, or is it this, like, little indie group of just, you know, mom, pop, uh, like, we don't know, they don't, they're not supplying, like, all of Tatooine, or even, like, anything, like, are they just, just, are they self-sufficient in their little moisture farm? I, I think that it's a really remote part of Tatooine that has no water source, so that's what they have to do. Like, do you... But that's their job. Like, it's not like, like they do it because that's what you do to, to fulfill your house. Like, he's a moisture farmer. Right? Wait, wait. It's not like you're a person who 
farm's moisture what, to supply your home. What do they do with the moisture after they get it? That I can tell you. Okay, so basically, moisture evaporators collect the moisture in the air of Tatooine, which I can't imagine there's much to begin with, but I'm not going to argue that. Um, Never been there. Yeah, me neither. Um, so, moisture farmers collect water by uh, just gathering moisture in the air, just like we have things that can do that now. Um, it's explained in detail, but to be completely honest, it's not that important. But, um, <clears throat> it collects water. Uh, a moisture evaporator produces enough water to feed for three people. It could do... Convenient. Yeah. Uncle Owen <laughs> and Peru and Luke. But that's just one moisture... There may have been a fourth, but they died. <laughs> <laughs> it's from lack of moisture. Well, they were going to hire some, far some workers after, uh... After the harvest. They're um, going to splurge when Luke leaves. Well, they were. <laughs> Bask in that extra third of moisture. <laughs> but uh, it was enough. It yielded two liters of condensed water a day, which isn't bad, I guess. I, I can't say for certain. I don't really count how much liters. I feel like two liters would be enough. Yeah. yeah. But that's that's for one moisture evaporator. Um, so that's they, my... Uh, and they also use the moisture, as the original question... To do two things. Sell the water directly to market, which on Tatooine is important, I imagine. And to use them in hydroponic gardens. Okay, so it. my thought was the moisture was what they were... They weren't making the moisture. They were creating moisture to use to make their product. Uh, you're saying they're selling the moisture, so they are creating this moisture. But they're also using it so, on the product. Here's another thing. How much of that moisture is going to the cantina to be distilled to make the alcoholic beverages... That everyone is consuming there. I, I had a similar question. Like, do you need it for part of your blue milk? Is blue milk yeah. straight up Bantha not watered well, down? We, we know that blue milk is straight up Bantha. Yeah. I, at least assume we'll we'll it. Ice cubes in it. Because if moisture is such a rare thing there, why are they wasting it at a bar? I mean, what? the canteen is probably a whole different story because there's money coming in the door. Well, most likely is a spaceport, so they might just get their alcohol directly lifted from space. True. But I, I imagine... But then why it, can't they get water? Well, we do know this. Uncle Owen's farm itself had 63 moisture evaporators in it. Wow. Um, oh, so he's making some... Yeah, so that makes about 126 liters a day, if I got that correctly. That's that's not a... That's a pretty good amount. I mean, like, I, I, I don't know how much he's actually farming with actual plants underneath of his house or whatever, in that yeah. pit that he, they live in for some reason. but That's not nice to call it a pit. But it literally <laughs> is a pit. It's so confusing as to where they actually get out. <laughs> so you brought up the cantina, which brings me to another question. And I'm sure the answer's out there is, how far do they live from the cantina? Because the cantina's obviously in a bustling area. Um, they obviously live in the middle of nowhere, because when the Jawas come up, there's nobody else in sight. Um, how far is that? Is it, you know... I don't know, hundreds we of know. miles? Is it... Uh, I don't know. Well, we know that they live, I believe, near the, Dunse the Dune Sea. Yep. Which uh, is close to the Jundland Wastes. Yep. Which is where Obi-Wan lives, if I recall. Yes, or yeah. it's over in that area, yeah. Yeah, it's around there. Um, we know, apparently, the closest city to the uh, to Uncle Owen's place was called Anchorhead. Okay. Which I believe we Something see... Something like Biggs yeah. in Anchorhead, right? I, I don't Biggs recall. from Anchorhead? Probably. Because here's why I asked, because my only knowledge of this is toy-related. I've got a toy, 
of where Uncle Owen and Aunt Peru live, and next to that, I'm going to put my toy of where Obi-Wan lives, and next to that is going to be my toy of the cantina, and they're kind of all next to each other. I, I, I can't think of anything quite as depressing as having the Aunt Peru and Uncle Owen toys right now. <laughs> Which like, toys, though? Because they had two. Or they had multiple. There was the... Uh... Did Kenner make some? Who made a char- Was the charred one a fake one? That had to have been fake. <laughs> that, was fake. <laughs> that, that had to have been fake. Do we really even see their charred remains? Yeah, like, you see them yeah. full on. Two skeletons face down in the sand. Oh, that really took it like, might have a been. second to, to clear. Uh, no, but there, I have a couple of Uncle Owen and Brew toys. They're actually pretty cool. I mean, it's weird, but cool. But I would like to have the, uh, the moisture farming playset. <laughs> They're actually, I feel like the moisture evaporators come with, uh... Well, I'm sure the, the moisture evaporators... I think they came with the sand, not the sand crawler, the, um, the, uh, land speeder Lego set. You had yeah. the land speeder, they yeah, came with right. the tall with moisture farm, moisture yeah. evaporators. Which is just a slight way to enhance a vehicle is by throwing some weird vertical yeah. non... They do it with with a bunch of the Lego sets. Yeah, just I, I bought an Indiana Jones plane and it had just this pillar, a random pillar. It's very Lego. Yeah, well, it, it just makes sense because you look at the evaporator, and it looks like a Lego. Actually, it looks like a bunch of metal pieces that they found from World War Two and put them together. It looks like a larger version of IG-88's head. Kind of does. I see where you're going there, but that's just because also IG-88 was made out of a bunch of war pieces. That's true. It's yeah, everything. It's all made of just. The crap that they found. Yeah, it's um, another thing I liked about the uh, Star Wars universe is that it felt real. Yeah, <laughs> like it, everything's it, just a bunch of metal. everything was junk. It was just metal junk thrown together, which is what I th- didn't like about the prequels. Is that it, it, it was very polished, clean, finely crafted, but like, like yeah, no, I understand know. that. So here's what I've read about moisture farming. Um, forget Wikipedia. I went to Wikipedia. Oh. And it says Wait, that... Wait, Wikipedia has an article about moisture farming? It doesn't. It has an article about atmospheric atmospheric moisture extraction. Oh, so that's like a real... It's a thing. Yeah. It removes water vapor from air for drinking, cleaning, and other uses. Some foggy neighborhoods in Lima, Peru are using fog nets to harvest moisture as an alternative to scarce natural rainfall. Makes and sense. two famous fictional depictions... Uh, are the moisture farms on Tatooine of Tatooine seen throughout the Star Wars films? Which must mean we see them in Episode One. We see them in Episode Two because they visit the farm. Oh, you're right. Uh, and the wind traps described in the Book of Dune by Frank Her- Herbert. So, which came first, right? Well, Dune, Dune was Dune had to have been first, right? I don't know. I, don't I think it was a little earlier in the seventies. But it's a it's based in reality. Some dude fan is. I mean, it makes it. sense. Yeah. yeah. No, as a logical thing, this could exist, and it doesn't bug me. It's the fact that, like, I feel like you don't need this when you have multiple planets, and one of them is Camino, which is just <laughs> water. I mean, like it's salt water. I assume. I think I feel it's like there's a process you can go well, through. To get rid so of the like... price of me to build some little moisture evaporators, the price of you shipping in water from Camino. <laughs> oh, it's not like they have, don't have excess. I mean, they could just be in a very, you know, low income area that that's all they got. But really, what bothers me about the moisture farming is that Luke is more concerned about getting his moisture farming work done than going to save Princess Leia. Really. I feel like that was the only thing he wanted to do was to leave. 
Yeah, but I believe he was whining where he's like, he was afraid that he's going to get in trouble about he, it. So, he he makes a change pretty quickly. He does, he does. You know? Well, that's um, because he was forced his hand. What is he going to do, keep the farm? But he, he was whining, he wanted to go to Tachitachi Station to pick up power converters, and power converters, we should probably do an episode on, but uh, to me that was more, not he didn't want to pick up something to help the farm, he probably wanted to help them to put in his T-16 Skyhopper or something and race around with bigs. <laughs> Like, I don't, yeah. I don't think he was, you know, farm-minded in any way. Uh, but yeah. But at mean, the same time, you don't have to be farm, you don't have to have a farm mindset to be a moisture farmer. Not unless, they, we don't know <laughs> if they have a hydroponic farm, they probably do, underneath the, the uh, underneath the thing. But to be honest, all you need to do is to have... Hook up the machines? Yeah, it's like... Because they apparently require constant maintenance, but there's droids for that. There's a specific droid called a patch-in droid that does that specifically. And Ar- and you can turn a protocol droid, as three- C-3PO does, to function with it as well. Cause he can see- so what do you think Luke's role was? To fix the droids, apparently. That's the only thing we ever see him do at the farm. That's bar. true. So you have to have a droid, but you have to have a person to maintain the droid. Uh, they could save make... some money just by having Luke do the droid job. <laughs> That's <shop>. true. <laughs> like, Maybe it makes him feel better. So here was the other thing I got. So you go to um, one of those Ask Anything web pages where people ask questions and pe- people act like they know the answers. Uh, moisture. What is moisture farming? This is made clear in the book of the movie, which... I've read years and years ago, um, but don't recall the differences. Uh, This is made clear in the book of the movie. Moisture farmers extract water out of the air and sell it to plant farmers. Since we do not see any vegetation, it may be that there's limited arable land, but water can be extracted from the atmosphere elsewhere and then shipped to where it's needed. As for process, this isn't detailed in the book either. You can do this in real life, though. Moisture will condense on cold metal or rock at night, and you can use it to collect the dew as water. Looking at the Lars home and their ability to purchase droids, they say there's reasonable money to be had, but we have no real idea of the size of the operation that they have. C-3PO was purchased to translate and program the controls of the moisture evaporators to extract the moisture. Our two units have mechanical repair uses as well as their more usual astrogation role. Oh my god, that makes so much more sense when you put it like that. Because I always wondered why they bought R2. Yeah. Like, I guess that, that should have they been They bought obvious. R2, so... Princess Leia's message would get the Obi Wan. <laughs> oh, we know that. Well, we now know why he wanted to buy R five. Okay, you happy? There, R five. You're given much more importance than all the importance that you were given in that episode that we talked about. You. <laughs> hey, he was he was spiffy. Was it Skippy? Skippy. 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 Skippy? Skippy? Uh, well, you'll have to watch listen to the episode. But Skippy, the lucky droid, was R five D 4s name, in... and he was a Jedi, and he <laughs> blew himself up to uh, allow Luke to uh, take R2 so that his destiny could be fulfilled. Yeah. I haven't seen that episode of Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> it was a... Uh, Still just... sounds better than the prequels. <laughs> uh... Wow. So, um, let's let's ask some questions about moisture farming. Alright. Um, what kind of farming would you consider more boring than moisture farming? <laughs> Rock farming. <laughs> I think there's a certain salmon art. farming, sand farming. It's Ooh. coarse and it gets everywhere. Yeah, one of you just got that maybe, reference. Maybe like... <laughs> it gets everywhere. <laughs> you gotta say it like that. <laughs> and it gets everywhere. I got a question. That's probably one of the weirdest spoken lines in the in the saga. 
That was it's a, yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the worst thing ever said. I think it's Star Wars. Is that was that I, the I think Some people think that. I know that. I thought it was no. Well, okay, okay, that that's true. I had a question. Yeah. What kind of animal would be on this moisture farm? I so I don't think we know of any. I think yeah. we know of animals that are native to Tatooine, or animals that are at least on Tatooine. The Dubak, the Bantha, the Eopi, I think it's called, is the little weird, like, two-legged thing that... Am I thinking of the right one? I feel like Qui-Gon rides on one at some point. Wait, is uh, the Eopi... That wasn't... Qui-Gon... Oh, I, I don't remember. I don't know either. I'm just thinking of the toys. Uh, uh, there's Rondon, a, the, the uh, creature that the Jawas ride in the special edition? The... Close to that. What was? What'd you say? Rodin, Rodin. Yes, Rhonda. Rhonda. I think it's just a Rhonda. Yeah. And there's also a crate dragon, which we I think we, we only see a see. skeleton yeah. of. Um, and there might be something smaller that runs around. Womp rats. We know of womp rats. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I mean, how can you even involve an animal in this? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, apparently. Uh, there was a union for the moisture farmers. Oh, a moisture farming union? Yeah, it was a moisture farming... farming... I can see Uncle Owen being a union. <laughs> <laughs> it was the uh, Tatooine Moisture Farmer Collect for Moisture Farm Collective. They used to hire hunters to kill wild animals that were going to attack... So I uh, guess it's not farm. good to have an animal on your moisture farm. Well, it makes sense if you... Those things. Yes, I remember those now. <laughs> um, I hate those things. That's the thing that pooped. The, oh, uh, yeah, the EOP poops. The, yeah, I forgot about the EOP. Um, like, I can imagine that a creature would attack a moisture farm because it would want that water. That yeah, it, exactly. It would be attracted yeah. to that. Cause, um, otherwise, we know that moisture evaporators accidentally grow mushrooms because of the moisture that draws it in. I have no idea how they grow mushrooms, given that they're probably <laughs> on sand. But Yeah. Um, they're called evaporator mushrooms. I'm sure that they're not very healthy. All right, here's a question. How much money would Uncle Owen have to pay you to work on his moisture farm for the harvest? Okay, so Luke, this is an alternate universe where Luke went away to become a pilot and then died or something. Um, <laughs> no, he went away, to, and he's, and he's, he's on the Death Star. Some, some you know? scabs to take his position. <laughs> it, it's the alternate universe where Uncle Owen and Aunt Brew don't die. You know? what's, uh, it, what's, it gonna, what's your hourly rate? Half a liter. Oh, so you're working for moisture. Well, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, it's it's quite valuable in this world. Half a liter an hour? Oh, yeah, I guess it's a little too pricey. <laughs> you got a cup an hour, sir. Yeah. See, <laughs> I wouldn't be a good employee because I'd be sipping from the stash. Yeah, mine would be uh, a gallon of blue milk. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we know that a Luke can go through at least a gallon of blue milk. What do you think chocolate blue milk tastes like? I would say it might already be chocolatey. <laughs> we don't sure. know. We don't. We will never know. I don't know what bantha milk. All we know about blue milk, and we're going back to another episode, is Luke. Ampero pours brew, pours him a whole bunch of it before he even takes a sip. He pours more. (laughs) (laughs) So it's got to be tasty. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I just I think you couldn't get me to work on a moisture farm. There's no amount of money you could pay me. None. Absolutely none. Well, that depends. Fixing Uh, the droids in the cool inside, maybe. maybe. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like. It's ending to any sort of moisture evaporator? No. Here's a question. So, you're outside in the moisture farm. It's very sandy and dirty. 
Gets everywhere. Yeah, gets everywhere. Gets everywhere. <laughs> Are you allowed to bathe with the moisture that you've harvested? That's, I was thinking of something actually like that. What, you know, how do they bathe? Have we seen anything of even washing in the Star Wars Do universe? they have to reuse the water? I don't know. Well, they might have, like, super advanced technical ways to... Can you think of anything of washing? I think... I'm trying to think of when Luke lost his hand in Empire Strikes Back. Was there any washing? No, the only thing I really think that we ever see of washing is a back-to-tank, and that's, like, a healing thing. The back-to-tank is true, uh, and we don't know what's in it. I assume back-to... Yeah, well, yeah, some kind of back-to... But I assume that they bathe normally. I mean, like... I don't know. I mean, that's... They might do have. They, do they wash work. glasses in the cantina scene? I feel like they do in the Christmas in the, <laughs> There's in the a holiday lot of, special. A lot of wiping the glass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, washing may there might be some sort of dry wash. Who who the hell knows? It's really gross there. It actually smells all the time. You just get used to yeah. it. Yeah, it's Possible. wretched hive <laughs> of scum and. More scum. Scum and moistness. It's just maybe, everything's moist. Maybe only the uh, the wealthy can wash, bathe and wash. Yeah, I mean, is there any bathing on Naboo? Do we see Dexter Jetster There's wash no a dish? There's no bathing on Naboo. They're all disgusting. Do we see Dexter Jetster wash a, wash a dish? I, I thought he was in the back washing some dishes. I thought he was making food and then he came out and then he lifted up his pants and sat down. Well, we're just going to have to watch that and see. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So I just wanted to make a note of, because um, I forgot this, uh, evaporator mushrooms, which were I mentioned earlier, are the mushrooms that grow under moisture evaporators, Yes, are apparently edible, and that's what Shmi Skywalker Lars was gathering when she got attacked by the uh, Tusken Raiders. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, I wonder, like, nobody saw these, like, how far away are the moisture evaporators from the homestead itself. I don't feel like we have any clue. Like, I... Because um, they have to be far away enough that nobody spotted Tusken Raiders coming. They might be able to walk in a single file to hide their numbers. Like, I can tell you why. My answer is because the home was one little set. This other thing was one little set. There was never a grand wide shot of it. Well, yeah, it's because it was maybe, actually three different places. Yeah. Maybe they have to be a certain distance to, you know, harvest the most. Get the most from their harvest. I guess, well, I mean, that makes sense, because you'd have to have a couple of them away from each other, because if you had them next to each other, you wouldn't gather as much. Yeah. You'd be fighting for moisture. But then, like, what's to say that, that somebody else, another moisture farmer nearby, isn't laying claim to that moisture? I don't think there is any nearby. So you said they had, like, 40? Or how many was it's it? It's 63 moisture evaporators. So I'm looking at a wide shot from, uh, this had to have been from one of the prequels, I don't know. But you can see them in the background, and as far as you can see, I can see one... Which looks like it's about, you know, like a couple hundred feet from there. A couple hundred feet behind you see another. And a couple hundred feet to the side you see a third. So they must have a massive, massive amount of land. Well, to be honest, it's land that's not worth anything. So that makes some amount of sense. Or they just have these placed on a massive amount. They might not own the land, but... Uh, you think they like rent it from the so, government? Or just does nobody care? Does it go to a giant storage tank underground? Or is it stored in that tower? No idea. Well, okay, so here's what I know about moisture evaporating machine itself. Um, they collect pretty much exactly the way Jay says that they collect in real life. Yeah. It's basically just a cold pole that when hot, moist air hits it, it'll collect the, the water turns into 
Yeah. So like, I assume it collects it into a tank. Yeah, there's some kind of tank, despite the fact that it doesn't look like there would be anything like that in it. <laughs> I got a schematics here. Well, my next question is, how are they transporting this? Is their only vehicle the land speeder? I want to know what happens if you... Uh, probably not. And that's where I feel like something like the EOP or some sort of animal will come into... To, but I want to know what happens if it collects all this moisture and then you, like, spill it. <laughs> like, do you get beaten by Uncle Owen? Oh, Evan? I'm sure he's... <laughs> he's got a whooping stick for that. <laughs> but, I mean, maybe, you know, thinking about it, maybe that's what Luke does all day. He goes around to the land speeder and he's like, well, okay, check this one. Yep, this one's full. Puts it in the back. Maybe that's why they have so much space. <laughs> what in that thing? He probably spilled one and is just transferring it from one tank to the next to the next, just outsmart him. <laughs> right. So here's a, a spot that I didn't even think to check was was the the Wikipedia article on the Lars homestead. Uh, the homestead's most prominent feature was the main living pit. Like it is said, a pit in the living. A pit. crater housing a courtyard from which occupants could access the various rooms, lofts, and areas of the homestead. It was accessed by the main entry dome set to the side of the living pit and opposite the vehicle utility pit. The dome was made from pour stone and hand-built by Clegg Lars. Uh, it featured an external security access pad and message center. It was commonly surrounded by various uh, dew condenser judge, uh, jugs and area sensors. The crater walls were composed of hard pocket soil, blah, blah, blah. Let me get to the, the center of the courtyard was given up to two GX8 water evaporators, commonly serviced by a droid patching unit, like you said. Um... So some of them were center, you know, right in the center of the dome, uh, in the center of the home. Uh, well, it makes sense to have one there because that's where you would get your wa your personal water. Exactly, and that's why I wonder if if more people on Tatooine just have these. Like, did Watto have one? You might have. Like, you might have one personally. It makes sense to have one. Like Watto, if Watto had one, it wouldn't be a surprise, because you know Watto would have one as a junk shop. He would have been able to put one together. No, Anakin might have built one, and he might have built all of them for Uncle Owen because Anakin can build robots. So why he, can't he build moisture? Watto probably just strapped three IG eighty eight heads together to make one. That's true. He could have done that. <laughs> IG eighty eight was only four droids, though. It's never any more. Well, I said three, and three of them died, and one of them became the Death Star. Don't don't think about it too hard. <laughs> all right. So, um, final thoughts on moisture farming. Moisture farming sounds really dull. I, I really can't explain, like, it sounds like, like, I can understand Luke wanting to get away from it as fast as humanly possible. Yeah, it's, I think, it, it might even be an, uh, intentionally the most unappealing, you know, job you could have as a, as a young, strapping Skywalker. Um... And I feel like there's a reason why it's not expanded on in any of the <laughs> expanded universe is it's just in very little at least is because it's just that boring. I can think of one job that a young Skywalker would would have would be worse than what slave. True. <laughs> slave to Watto sounds I, like a worse job. True. <laughs> I still think it's a sham. I you know the, the thing is that like you should be able to have robots to handle literally every part of its process. Yeah. Like, like the the Royster fart should be put together by robots. The droids are gonna want a cut of that pay, though. So you can program them not to. It's <laughs> a <the> thing. <laughs> I uh, think uh, so. That would put Uncle Owen in a different position. Instead of thinking of him as a farmer, he's more of like a like a techie. 
you know. He's a techie um, slave driver. Yeah, exactly. He likes to get the robots to do his work, and his... Sits back and reads the newspaper, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Or data pad. I like I the young Uncle Owen. Owen. There was so much promise there. I really wish... Yeah, I really wish that young Uncle Owen was a character. And then it would have made the deaths in the original movie mean more. Well, he was for a second. Yeah. At the end of episode three. Yeah. You know? I well, mean, he like, just looked... You see the... Him and Uncle Baru... Or him and Aunt Baru look so happy in that scene. They get the baby and there's so much to their lives. And then you just see them just, like... It reminds me of, you know, Christmas dinner at home where everybody's just mad at each other sitting <laughs> at the table. You know? There's no happiness in that household. Do you think he chose a life of moisture farming? Like... Whoever burned them to a crisp did them a favor. You know, they were just so, like, I mean, Aunt Beru had this sadness in her eyes. Well, it's, Uncle Owen was just Archie Bunker, you know, in, in a robe. Well, I always think back to the things that you could have done with Uncle Owen. I think he should have been much more of a character. And I think, uh, what's it called that, I can't remember who did it, but there's a there's a guy on YouTube that did a series of uh, what ifs, if what if he made the movies good and he took oh, yeah. parts from the movie. And the, the second half is that he introduced Uncle Owen as a character. Wait, well, yeah, I think I did read about that. Yeah, you, yeah. You, I saw the video. Yeah, we saw the video. And it made Uncle Owen like this kind of like newbie pilot that was trying to join the Republic. That video is brilliant and we should link it somewhere. We should. That's a great That's a great uh, video series. Um, uh, so uh, one last quick thought on Aunt Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru was do they show up in any of the, the cartoons? Well, no, because everything usually takes place after or before. Um, the only real... So is there... What's... Okay. There was a what-if story, really more of a what-if story, where Darth Maul was alive and not alive as in what happened to him in the Clone Wars TV series, but he comes back with robo-legs and, yes. and he attacks Qui-Gon Jinn and then Qui-Gon... Uh, not Qui-Gon... Um, Obi-Wan Kenobi. And Obi-Wan, like, kills him there and Uncle Owen tells him to not come around anymore don't come around here which was no basically more. that's basically the only other thing i can think of that had uncle owen in it there might be a book out there that's really depressingly boring which yeah. i would i would love to read i just i'd be curious to see their story how did this moisture farming come about i just realized they don't even appear in lego star wars oh well that's really sad <laughs> I think I have a Legos version of them now. I, I hope so. Because I have the sand crawler. Okay. Well, better. Yeah. I want an Amperoo one, though. Is there an Amperoo? Probably not. Okay. Final question. It's kind of a yes or no, but okay. you can expand on it. If Uncle Owen and Amperoo could stop moisture farming right this second, would they, would they, would they give it all up? And what, what would they give it up for? Hmm. Huh, that's a good question, actually. Like, could you see them, like, retiring and moving to Florida? (laughs) 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 Which, I guess, what is the Star Wars equivalent to Florida? That might be a good final question. Um, I'm going to say Alderaan. (laughs) I'm going to say no. You think they would stick it out? I think he... I think like he's got it in his blood? That's just something he's going to do, because once he's done doing it, he's just done living. Yeah, I mean, I think you're they, a farmer for life in that yeah. situation. You don't, you don't hear farmers retiring. They just kind of. That's true. Farmers, they just, they just do you it. You see a ninety-year-old farmer out there just, just, yeah. just doing it. And they're usually working just as hard as when they were twenty. Yeah. Exactly. So I mean, 
I just imagine that he would get lazier because if he had made the money from the harvest to hire people, he would just hire people, make more money, and then just live comfortably reading the newspaper all day. All on right, his data pad. So there it is, moisture farming. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Star What the F- Game Show. I'm your host Marty Cobb. And with me today is two guests that are going to fight to the death with questions that I gave them one of them. That's about it. That was the most awkward opening yet. All right. And our first contestant up is... Uh, speaking of awkward, I am Lobar Ion Fist Ibuck. And I am a shock boxer. That's very confusing. Wait, they're shock boxing? There is lots of shock <laughs> in, in the universe? That sounds awful. All right. Just awful. And our other contestant here today is... Hi, I'm Eben Q3 Baobab. I am a uh, crotchety old man who was once great and is missing half a foot. Oh, my God. Or, oh, my gunk, I should say. You're the guy that made that gunk phrase to get rid of those two gunk strings. That was... that You were in that guidebook. I remember you. That's... That's yeah. <laughs> you remember him better than he does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well... I'm very crotchety now, so don't don't talk to me any longer. All right. Well, <clears throat> so today's game show, I'm going to read to you a random word from Star Wars Wikipedia um, entry, and uh, you have to guess what that is. It can be anything in the Star Wars universe, but you can kind of take a guess from what I say. Okay. Do we take turns? Yes. We take turns. Shout it out. All right. So we're gonna start probably with Jason or um. Uh, what low bar. Low bar. <laughs> and the word of the day is polyp. P-O-L-Y-P. Polyp. So a a polyp in our universe is like a little like a tumor or something. Isn't it? A polyp is some sort of like in uh um like a medical uh I remember removing them in Trauma Center on the Wii. That's true. Yeah, you have to remove a lot of polyps uh, in that game. But I'm assuming that's not what this is. So I'm assuming that it's some sort of delicacy uh, that somebody eats. And to be a little more specific, it's probably a delicacy in some sort of... Like savage air, something. I'm gonna say it's a delicacy that the the Tuscan Raiders, the uh, sand people, like to eat. All right, it's not a bad guess. How about you, uh, Boabab? All right, I am Boabab. 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 And uh, <laughs> my guess is that a polyp is a venomous lily pad-like plant that is found on Naboo. Uh, do you want to elaborate any further? Are you good? Uh, I would like to elaborate that they are quite large. Okay. And that they are green. All right. Well, Polyp is this guy. Oh, look at him. <laughs> he appeared. Polyp was a small, bald, green alien that worked at Skinker's Salvage Yard on the planet Ferry Junction. Skinker was sent Pollock to locate a bounty hunter by the name of Balert Valance. 
<laughs> You're making this up as you go. There's no way. instructions to bring him back to Skinker's salvage yard. Valence arrived and engaged in a blaster fight with the Rebel Alliance hero, Luke Skywalker. Skinker and Polyp attempted to flee the carnage by hiding within the salvage yard repair shop behind two large magnetically sealed doors. Valence blew the door apart with a palm weapon, killing Skinker and Polyp in the blast. He's quite dead. He's quite ugly. He is ugly. He I think is... I have a new favorite character in Star Wars. Yeah, he's got like this weird nose and like weird lips and he's lumpy like a polyp, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> lumpy would be pretty much yeah. pretty accurate. He's definitely by the only other the, the only likable thing Does though this... that that can be called lumpy. Um <clears throat> so why is Abraham Lincoln pointing at him in this picture? That might be Skinker. I don't know. Um Skinkin, Skinker. Skinker. I I would definitely link to Polyp. In this, <laughs> the great Amantis Skinker. Amantis Skinker. <laughs> All, right. Oh. All right, and I'd like to thank my guests, Baobab or Baobab or whatever your name was, and Lobar, Lobar, for joining us here tonight on Star What the Fuck Game Show. Who won? I'm gonna have to go with uh, Bobab because he said the word green. There we go. Thanks. All right. Good night, everybody. <laughs>